Welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism podcast. I'm Mackenzie. I'm Haley. We are so excited to be back with you guys for another episode. Very heavy topic. So get prepared. You say that all the time. I know. There's just a lot of hard stuff going on in the world lately. There is. There really is. Hurricane mm-hmm. Ian and our topic today. It's honestly, this is why I don't watch the news. Yeah. But but it's all on TikTok. That's it's all, yeah, it's news. all on social media because mm-hmm. it's a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, so heavy topic, but we're excited to be with you guys. As always, we are going to start with our obsessions and then get into the episode. So what is your obsession of the week? My obsession, and I just started this a couple days ago, okay. but I'm already obsessed with it. Okay. I So I used to wake up, immediately get on my phone, mm-hmm. turn on Netflix, and I would have a show in the background. Turn on Netflix? Netflix. Okay. It's okay. show in the background while I get ready. I'd like hold my phone around like a freaking iPad kid. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I would like set it up and get ready. Or I would have a podcast on. I started having quiet mornings where like literally I don't even take my phone into the bathroom. I just Good. get up, I leave my phone charging on my nightstand, and I don't have my phone. And then I think it was, yeah, it was yesterday morning, I was listening to music in the morning, mm-hmm. and that's it. And it's been so nice because I, like, go into my day not feeling so, like, already stimulated, mm-hmm. I guess is the best way to say it. And, like, kind of the same with the night. Like, I used to watch a show, mm-hmm. and now we don't really have a place to set our phone up, which yeah. is kind of helping with that. But I don't even really turn on music all the time. Really? And it's a really good feeling. Yeah. I'll like get home from work. I won't even really be on my phone. I will just immediately get in the shower. And it's a great feeling. That is a good feeling. I'm really bad about being on my phone, honestly. It's something that I need to get better at. Um, I don't like turn on a show in the morning or something. But for me, like especially working at home, mm-hmm. I'm by myself in my room mm-hmm. all day. And so I have to always have a podcast or music going or something. But then I found that the podcast just ended up being background noise. Right. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to just be in my thoughts. Or like have – I really like lo-fi beats. Yeah. I just Like have beats something. Yeah. 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 That's good though. I like that. I'm going to start doing that too. Yeah. It really is great. I love that. Well, my obsession is a song. It's called Uh-Oh by Tate McRae. <laughs> it just came out today. <laughs> yeah. When we're recording this, it just came out. And she's been teasing it on TikTok mm-hmm. for like honestly probably a month now. Well. A month because yeah. the last time we recorded, she was teasing it, and that's when I told you like she's coming out with this new song. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm obsessed with it. You sent it to me this morning because you woke up before me. Um, I was up at midnight. <laughs> oh, it came yeah. at midnight. Yeah, yeah. So you sent it to me. Did you send it last night? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was asleep. I was dead mm-hmm. asleep. Um, but yeah, it's a good song. So go listen to it. It's really good. To add, you really turned me on to her. Yeah. I am obsessed. Like, that is all I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the This Is Tate McRae playlist yeah. on Spotify. And she's so good. And, like, her songs are so good. She's I love good. it. Um, Yeah. So, today, this morning, when I was getting ready, I was listening to that song. And mm-hmm. then it just turned it on to, like, the radio of that song. Yeah. And literally, I did not skip a song on that radio because Spotify cultivated it so well. It was Tate McRae. Conan, uh, Conan Gray, Gray uh-huh. Billie Eilish, uh-huh. uh, Olivia Rodrigo, like all of those people. And I was like, this is such an elite yes, playlist. I agree. So I agree. Yeah. So good. I also want to add too, I'm wearing our new merch. Just us. Like yeah. we don't, we don't sell our merch, but like it is so cute and it's only on the back. So you can't see it if you're watching on YouTube, but we got matching sweatshirts and they're really cute and we're ready for fall. 
they say real talk about feminism podcast in on the really back. cute font yeah go follow us on instagram because we'll do a photo shoot mm-hmm. and we'll post pictures of them. yeah and honestly like we want to sell the merch but we'd have to get enough orders and like we've put it on the stories and everything and we have enough people that would order it but we would have to like really put it together it would be a lot of organization yeah so um if you guys are super interested maybe we'll put another poll out mm-hmm. um just to see especially after seeing these sweatshirts because honestly they're really they're cute. really cute um so yeah maybe we'll put it out there again to see because we would love to sell the merch to you guys and have you guys rep the pod so we'll put it out there again yeah it's like all about just building our community yeah. and yeah that's just a part of it like we have our totes we have our mm-hmm. sweatshirts our, our hats. hats yeah yeah so anyways, that is – those are our obsessions. Any updates that you have that you want to share? I'm trying to think. I have a big update that I kind of mentioned a couple episodes ago, but I got a new job. and You didn't fully mention I it. I didn't because I hadn't put in my notice yet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't really do that. <laughs> like, You're like, surprise. Like hard launching my new job. Literally. Um, I got a new job and I'm very excited for it. And my last day at my current job is in a couple days. Mm-hmm. So t- this week was my last full week and it hit me today Aww. because I left my last patient who's my absolute one of my absolute favorites. I have two favorites right now. Mm-hmm. But I left their house and then I just started sobbing because he's oh. also starting to transition which is what we call, like, before you get into, like, the active dying phase. I work, Yeah, because Ken's works in hospice. Yeah, I work in hospice. Yeah. Everyone's like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I work in hospice as a CNA, a nurse aide, and so I'm leaving that job, and I'm going to work at Children's Hospital, and I'm going to be on the guest relations team in the ER, and I'm super excited. I think it'll be a great opportunity. Oh, I didn't know you were working in the ER. Yeah, I'm working in the ER. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, like, I don't know, because everyone that I've told at work is like, that's going to be really sad. I'm like, yeah, we'll see, though. Like, I don't I'm not going to I'm not clinical. Like, I'm not going to no. have patient interaction. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I really don't know what to expect. I'm just waiting for orientation. But I feel like it's going to spark you wanting to go to nursing school. Again. I think the same thing, because yeah. we were just talking about this today because yeah. I had to go get a lab done for my part of my onboarding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to keep up with my phlebotomy. And you were like, why? I was like, I kind of want to go to nursing. Like, I'm thinking about nursing school in the future. So yeah. I don't know. But I'm very excited and ready for a new chapter in my life. Yeah. Well, you've been working as a CNA for a while, especially working as a CNA, like during the pandemic. Did you work during the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just oh yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. It's just exhausting. Like it is really hard working in the medical field. Yeah, it's exhausting. And like hospice is hard in general. And I've gone oh, yeah. yeah, I've explained this because like um some people like I just like kind of talk about it nonchalantly because that's my life, right? right? And like over the weekend, I'm sure we're gonna have like at least three people pass away. And so mm-hmm. like Monday morning I'll wake up to emails like that, and like that's just normal to me, yeah. right? But um to a lot of people it's very morbid yeah um well where was I going with you're this just, you're just like desensitized it, to kind like of death. but like I mean that sounds bad but like I kind of am because yeah. to me like I know death is actually like a very peaceful beautiful thing if you allow it to be right yeah. and like that's part of the experience we create so um I don't remember where I was going with this actually like you're just ready for a new chapter a new yes job. I really am I'm ready for something a little more calm and mm-hmm. fitting for my major I guess my degree yeah. 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 Well, I'm excited for you. I think it'll be great. And I don't know. Thank you. Yeah. I just think it'll be fun. Yeah. 
I'm looking forward to it. And you have a really nice schedule, so. Very nice schedule. I'm yeah. going to work three twelves Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. On Mondays and Fridays, I'm going to be, like, working my <laughs> butt off. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I – Sorry, I know you want to get to the episode. I want to add this one. No, thing. I don't. Um, <laughs> so my last day is Wednesday, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna give myself two days mm-hmm. right to do like anything, and I booked a an chiropractic adjustment on Thursday. You're going to see him about uh-huh. me. Yep. Oh, I wish you would have told I me. I would have well, gone. So I booked it before our sister's volleyball game. So like, oh. I'll be like in the area. So if you want to come, okay. Yeah, you should. We are a family chiropractor. <laughs> Say it that way. Chiropractor. <laughs> Our family chiropractor. We love him. We absolutely love him. He's amazing, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. I haven't seen him all year because um I only go Money. at the end of the year when insurance uh-huh. <laughs> we met our deductible. And we met our deductible, so time to go. We met our deductible already? We met it like months ago. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's honestly nice. I was expecting to pay. So a you're going bit. to the chiropractor when you're on your break? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. No, but, but it sounded like you were going to say something else that you're doing. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about booking a massage, mm-hmm. but I don't know yet. So anyway, I'm just going to kind of take it easy those couple days. And yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Thank That'll you. All right. Pedal let's to get the metal in. next the week after. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Pedal to the metal. All right. Yeah. Let's get into this episode. I know we've been wanting to talk about it because we've both seen a lot of stuff on social media, mm-hmm. um, as I'm sure everybody has. So let's get into it. On September 16th, a young woman named Masa Amini was taken by the police in Iran. And she was taken because she was supposedly wearing her hijab wrong. And so she was apprehended by the police and taken to a re-education center. And they were, she, they were, her, they told her family that they were going to be educating her on how to properly wear her hijab for a few hours. And then she was going to be released. Um, she was not released. She end up, ended up in a coma and then died in the hospital. And it was like, directly she ended up in a coma right after the education center like she never went anywhere else Mm -hmm. so she was obviously killed in there or put into the coma in there um there was a lot of confusion they the officials wouldn't let the family see her body and when like during the funeral they saw her body but it was like very wrapped up she had bruises all over her feet like obviously she was beat to death Mm -hmm. And her father said that the authorities lied about her death. And like I said, like they would not let her, them, the family see the body after she passed, which is extremely sketchy. That's odd. And um, the officials claimed that she suffered a heart attack and that's why she went into the coma. But the family said that she had no pre-existing heart condition. Like what? She was 22, I think. Why would a 22-year-old just randomly die, from a, heart die from a heart attack and the officials won't let anyone see her body and, mm-hmm. like, no. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, this caused a lot of uproar because the whole reason she was apprehended by the police was because she was wearing her hijab incorrectly. Mm-hmm. So, she was taken by these men to tell her how to, like, modestly cover up. And so this sparked a lot of anger in Iran, but also across the entire world. Like, there's demonstrations going on in Mm -hmm. Denver. Mm -hmm. 
And it's really calling into question, like, why do only women wear hijabs? Why is there so much violence against women in those countries that, like, follow Islamic law? And how do we get justice for this young woman who was killed? It's honestly really, like, it's really heartbreaking. And, like, um all these videos on tiktok right now of like women protesting and men too there's a ton of men Mm -hmm. but like women cutting their hair Mm -hmm. and like to stand in solidarity women literally taking off their hijabs like in public and i will just say right now like i am not educated on like islamic Islamic law and islamic culture like i don't know i did some research on it and i'll share that later in the episode but like i'm not gonna like i can't say like why some women choose to wear it or not like mm-hmm. i can say what i read in like their quran 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 um but anyways um like there's women that are like taking off their hijabs and like walking around to protest and mm-hmm. i can't imagine how scary that is like very scary especially if you have worn a hijab your whole life your whole life and that's like part of your identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um yeah there's obviously just like a lot of heartache around it and a lot of women standing up and saying enough is enough. Um, so there – go ahead. I just wanted to add, I th- I think um, – again, I'm not, like, super educated on Islamic culture either. But I think the protests are stemming from the violence that women face mm-hmm. and the patriarchal oppression that women face mm-hmm. as opposed to the hijab itself. Because some some women, as far as I know, choose to wear that. And they're – totally okay with it and they want to mm-hmm. right yeah i was under the impression that it is a choice mm-hmm. um and not everyone is forced to but it's also like that's what most women do mm-hmm. um so i agree with you it's i think it, the protests are about fighting against the patriarchy right of it all but at the same time like i think part of it is against the hijab in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because women are literally taking them off in protest, burning their headscarves and cutting their hair. Right. And I actually, I'm, I should do more research on different, I guess, rules about Mm -hmm. it because like every country is different, right? right? Like for some countries, as far as I know, it is a requirement. Like you will wear it. Yeah. But other countries it's more free. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll share some of the research that I did on it. Um, because I was confused, too, and I don't want to sit here and act like I know because I right, don't. Right, right. Um, but I did try and educate myself as much as I could. Um, so, like I said, there are literally thousands of people protesting this. There's demonstrations across 40 different cities in Iran alone. And they're just demanding an end to violence, like you were saying, and the discrimination against women in the country. Because there is obvious discrimination. Mm-hmm. Um there's been at least uh, 1,200 people that have been arrested in Iran, and this was put out a few days ago. So as we're recording this right now, it's Friday, September 30th. So as of now, at least 1,200 people have been arrested, but there is probably going to be more in the next two days. Um, there's also dozens of protesters that have been killed while protesting. There's been um, like children that have been killed just because of the violence of it all. Um, the police are being extremely violent. They're like, um, shooting like the metal pellets to like get protesters. Like shrapnel? No, it's like, like rubber bullets or something. I don't know. Um, but like they're using those a lot. They're using a ton of tear gas. Like 
they're just being very aggressive in Mm -hmm. response and there's really no need to be because they're not like going crazy yeah it's like a protest but that that fuels it though exactly exactly you're right yeah so um because it's like iran is under a dictatorship um it's kind of hard to know how many people have died because they're also not letting journalists in really the government has shut off internet access and that is the crazy thing they the last time they did this was a few years ago um they like shut off the internet and like restricted like vpns and like any access that's crazy yeah until they were like you guys need to calm down and so they shut off access again and i was listening to a podcast a few days ago and um this girl had like a bunch of like iranian listeners like randomly and they were sending her messages and saying like they shut off our internet so we can't share our stories like please talk about this Mm -hmm. so that somebody can get it out there are they shutting down the internet because they think it'll like bribe people to stop they're saying you don't get internet until you calm down but i think they just don't want the story to be shared that too yeah yeah but yeah they're like they said once everything is calm we'll give you your internet back but you have no internet now it's crazy. And since they're a dictatorship, they can literally control that. Uh-huh. So they're so, trapped. It's like mm-hmm. um, when we talked about the Chinese women. Exactly. Everything being censored. Exactly. Everything is censored. They can't even share their story with the world. And I actually, like, I think that that is, like, a really important similarity when we're looking at, like, feminist movements around the world. Like, mm-hmm. they're so restricted. Even they're, they can't even use their phone to send a video or post a TikTok about, hey, this is what's happening. Right. Um, and like I said, like they're not even really letting like journalists have the freedom. They've arrested 17 journalists already mm-hmm. as of today. So like they don't even have the freedom of the press. So that is kind of like an overview of what is going on. Obviously, um, it's really dangerous over there right now. And there's lots of different ways that um, women are protesting. Men and women have been cutting their hair. And there's, like, um, women, like, in the U.S. I've seen videos of, like, cutting their hair here, too. Wow. Like, in protests. And there's a trend on TikTok of people, like, cutting their hair to a specific sound hmm. that is, like, very moving. Um, so, like, the women are cutting their hair. They're burning their hijabs. They're burning posters of their dictator leader. And they're also, like, chanting, like, um, down with the dictatorship. Like, they're, like, really targeting him. And honestly, the protests, like, they are – they are getting pretty violent because they're being fueled with, like, all this negative energy back at them. And I think that they're just tired of it. So they're, like, burning – like, all these signs and stuff, they're burning them. There's, like, huge bonfires in the street and, like, people just rioting because they're tired of it. Yeah, they're ready to stand up. Mm Mm-hmm it's really awful and um obviously like there's no way that masa amini is the only woman that this has happened to i know it makes you wonder Uh uh-huh like what about the people who um don't have a family who loves them who report them and yeah worry about them yeah like who's who are gonna you know like you said notice if they're gone Mm -hmm. and like anything could happen if she didn't have any family or friends or like if she was kind of like by herself Mm -hmm. she had been taken killed obviously like nobody would know so 
how many times have they gotten away with things like this? Mm -hmm. And it really does make you think it's just awful because, and even if like it doesn't end in someone dying, I was thinking about this, like when I was thinking about the re-education center, like first off, what is that about? Mm -hmm. Who's doing the re-education? Is it men? Right. And what does it involve? And what does it involve? Because I'm sure that there is so much sketchy stuff that goes on in there that they just get away with in the name of re-educating people. Mm-hmm. Re-educating right. It's women. such a power play mm-hmm. because if the roles were reversed, I mean, men don't wear hijabs for modesty or anything, but like it, it was these men that beat her up because of something they could have just said, hey, you're fix wearing it. that wrong. Yeah. Fix it. Right. Instead of bringing her somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole idea of, like, a re-education center just seems wrong to me. It seems like it's breeding grounds for a lot of discrimination and violence against women. Um, I would love to know if this re-education center is only for women or if there's things that men can be re-educated about and they get sent there, too. Like, I would love to know that. I couldn't really find any clarification on what exactly goes on there, mm-hmm. which makes me even more feel like it's the most sketchy place in the world mm-hmm. where a lot of bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really awful. Um, you guys can do more research on her whole story. I mean, she was a beautiful woman and her family loved her she seemed to just bring so much light into the world and these protests really started the day after her funeral oh so like it's awful because her family is trying to mourn this while also like i'm sure they're angry and want the protests to happen too right but at the same time like just trying to mourn at the same time is like all a very going brutal on. death of yeah. a family member yeah it's just really awful so we want to like send our condolences to her family and um yeah it's just really awful kind of like I was touching on before I want to kind of share the research about like why women wear a hijab based off of what I found um this was on um like an official islam website like islam.org and it seemed to be very credible okay so um yeah I'm basically just going to read what the website said because like we said like we are not islamic right <laughs> so i don't want to like speak out of place um but i want to just share what i found on the official like islam website um because i don't want to make it seem like in this episode it's like oh hijabs are anti-feminist because i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know the reasoning behind it you know so i just want to share Right. I think if it's your choice, then it's not Mm anti-feminist. If you're being forced to wear something or forced to do anything, that's not anti- That is (laughs) anti-feminist. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. In the Quran, it says, this is a quote, this is more appropriate so that they they may be known as Muslim women and thus not be harassed or molested. So this, meaning wearing the hijab, is more appropriate so that they're known to be Muslim women and are not harassed or molested. Same idea as boys will be boys. Yes. And it literally said in the website, since men are lustful, hijabs are meant to protect the modesty of women. So it's meant to like cover yourself so that men aren't like lusting after you and 
they men can't control themselves. Right. So um, that's what the website says. This is also a quote. It says, hijab protects women from such men. It symbolizes that she has been sanctified to one man only and is off limits to all others. Okay. Um, another quote, hijab contributes to the stability and preservation of marriage and family by eliminating the chances of extramarital affairs. Okay. And then another quote, finally, it compels men to focus on the real personality of the woman and de-emphasizes her physical beauty. It puts the woman in control of strangers' reactions to her. That's interesting. Honestly, I kind of like that. It's like love is blind. We're like, you're getting to know somebody, (laughs) not be comparing that. But like, it just, the concept is interesting because all of the other ones I have opinions on that I think we could all guess what they are. mm -hmm. But that is very interesting to me. I don't like that one because it's saying it compels men to focus on the real personality of women. So women can also lust after men. Right. So why is a man not covering up? Right. Okay. I see what you mean. I think it's a double standard, but I, I mean, I get it. It's like, okay, like that's cute, but no, that's cute. (laughs) No, I get it. Like there's two opinions that I can see both sides. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see both sides too. I do agree. It's a double standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other ones, hijab protects women from men and it contributes to the stability of marriage because it eliminates the chances people are of still going to have affairs exactly i but i don't really know the culture in islamic countries so i'm not sure if that's like a common thing like i feel like it's actually i think like, it's like in the world they're still in the world so i'm pretty yeah, sure that's, it's that's true um another thing the last thing from the website that i thought was interesting it said this is a quote hijab is not a symbol of oppression Women are oppressed because of socioeconomic reasons, even in countries where women have never heard about hijab. On the contrary, the practice of displaying pictures of almost naked women in the commercials, billboards, and in the entertainment industry in the West is a true symbol of oppression, which I actually agree with. I do, too. That's a really good point, actually. Mm -hmm. That is actually, like, a better way of saying what I said in the beginning, how, like, I don't think it's about the hijab. It's about the violence women face mm-hmm. and the harassment and the discrimination, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, it is oppressed because of socioeconomic reasons. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. It happens in countries where women don't wear hijabs. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I really liked that quote because it's like they're calling out, like, in their opinion, why the real reason why women are oppressed and they're calling out like women are oppressed, mm-hmm. but it's not because they're wearing hijabs. So I agree with you. In my opinion, if any, if you're going to force anyone to wear anything, then that is not giving women the right to choose. So in countries where you're forced to wear that, then obviously you don't have freedom as a woman, as a woman to choose. But if you make that choice to wear it, in my opinion, like I'm sure that there's beautiful reasons behind making that choice. So I'm not going to come down on that at all. But I do think that there's probably more cases of women not choosing to wear it than choosing. And in those cases, I think it's totally against feminism. And I think it's really not giving women the rights they deserve, Mm -hmm. especially in 2020, too. I always say 2020. Every time we record, I just think it's 2020 still. Well, I think the situation is awful, and I didn't know there were protests in Denver. I would love to go Mm -hmm. and support, because we were talking about this, because 
I mentioned in the beginning, everybody has seen the progression of these protests Mm -hmm. and this event happening. Yeah. And you had mentioned, like, this is as big as Roe v. Wade. Yeah. It's just a different type of right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I did say that. Right. So I do think that's important, and that's why we chose to do a full episode about this, because it is really important to showcase events that are happening outside of the United States and outside of, like, our little bubble, Mm -hmm. because... There are people fighting right now for justice for Masa Amini. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I totally agree with everything you said. Like, it is really important that we cover such an important topic. Um, and we'll continue to give updates at the beginning if anything else happens, if anything comes of it. Um, but for now, I think it's about trying to spread the stories because they don't have internet. And keeping that momentum going for them and trying to do everything we can to like listen, try and donate to causes. There's a few TikToks that I saved to my camera roll um, that I'm going to post on the story once this episode okay. goes live. that'd be great. Because they were like very, very moving. Like I was like moved to tears. It's just like really awful. Um, so yeah, I want to share those. But I just think like, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but even like sharing something on social media, it does more than you think. Like, if nobody shared anything on social media, how would we know? Right. And everybody has a platform. Exactly. So, like, just as much as, like, we'll share stuff on the story, like, go reshare stuff. Go Mm -hmm. check out the stuff we post and reshare it and Mm -hmm. spread the story. Yeah. So, with that being said, that is this week's episode. Um, If you guys want to keep up to date with us and see any of this content that we're going to be posting and sharing from um, different videos about this whole story then go ahead and give us a follow at Real Talk About Feminism Pod on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We never post on Twitter. Nope. <laughs> uh, but Instagram and TikTok. Um, and then um, if you would like to subscribe to our email newsletter, then you can click the link in our show notes or go to our website and fill out the contact form. And you'll just get one email a week with some content. We'll put the TikToks actually in the newsletter. Yeah, too. that would be great. So yeah, just give us a little subscription onto the newsletter. Stay up to date. And as always, if you guys have any thoughts, then reach out to us and we'll hear or we'll talk to you guys <laughs> next week. Bye.